This is the Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. Discussing all things money and budgeting with your host, Dustin Olson. Hey everybody, welcome back to yet another episode of the Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. I'm Dustin, and let's just dive right into the episode here. So, last episode we talked about which loan do you pay off first, okay? Today, I want to talk about another inspired concept by Dave Ramsey, and that is how the fact that he sold his car to save extra, to save money get some extra money in his monthly budget, things like that, okay? For me, I am a total car guy. I get into them. And I think there's different grades and levels of car guys, right? You have the mechanical nut. You've got the the hot rod kind of car guy. And then you got the new car guy. Like, not new, a newbie, but he loves new cars. And that's me. I, I think I fall into the new car camp more than I fall into the, any of the others. I love technology and all these new cars have awesome new features that I just love. So having new cars is is a thing of mine. I just, I'm so drawn to them. I think they're they're beautiful. I love all the features. Okay. So and at the time I started to budget and think of this whole process and a solution that worked for me was when I was listening to Dave Ramsey's book and he talked about his Jaguar and how he sold his Jaguar and how he did it more than once so that he could get out of debt. Okay, the car wasn't helping him. Okay, he, he loves cars too. And so this started to really resonate with me, right? The sacrifice that is required to get out of debt, right? If that's the priority. And in a previous episode, we talked about conscious spending and how if a new car is what's important to us, let's allocate money for that so we can always have the new car, right? Let's be happy while getting out of debt kind of thing. And so I, I will admit that I was conflicted quite a bit in deciding how important my car was to me, okay? Did I want to suffer, so to speak, to have this car of mine, which was a new car when I bought it, or get out of debt, okay? So to kind of give you some background, some of the thought processes that I went through in deciding that, yep, I I need to sell my car too, just like Dave did, okay, was I was putting together my spreadsheets. In the last episode, I talked about I put together spreadsheet after spreadsheet, evaluating different scenarios of which loan to pay off first. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at all of this. I'm trying to decide how much extra money I can put towards these loans every month. Okay, and if the things that I can control um, to help facilitate even more extra money, things being like. Do I really need my gym membership and can I work out in other places? Yes or no. Okay. Do I need my unlimited car wash pass? Yes or no. Okay. So you start to you know, ask yourself these questions to find extra money and then you start to really dive deep into the things that you have control over that could generate extra money into your budget. Okay. So canceling gym memberships, canceling other subscriptions, right? It's money not being spent, okay? 
So once I did all of that, I decided, well, one other thing I do have control over, it's a little more difficult to deal with, okay, but still in my control, and that is how much I'm paying every month on my car, okay? Having a car equates to different expenses, right? Gas expenses, insurance expenses, registration expenses, and a lot of that all depends on what kind of car you drive. Are you driving a truck that consumes a lot of gas or are you driving a more economical one that doesn't take as much gas, right? Are you driving a new car, an old car, and depending on the style of car equates to the amount of insurance you pay every month. You know, there, there's so many factors, right, in the type of car that we drive. So I was like, hey, that, all of those I do have in my control, again, they're a little more difficult to deal with because it takes money to buy a new car, right, unless you're completely downgrading. But either way, the value of your car is going to be different than what your loan is worth on that car. And if your car is worth less than the loan, then you roll negative equity. Essentially, so you downgrade, but you roll negative equity, and then your monthly payment is higher, right? So it's not quite the right idea there. It's not worth it to sell your car if that's the option you're looking at. It'd just be easier to keep your car, keep making your payments until the value matches the loan amount, okay? For me, uh, it was easy to put a few thousand dollars towards some negative equity and and get into a cheaper car, all right? So just like Dave, I sold my car too, but it came with a lot of thought. And the car that I ended up going with was an older car, had some more miles on it, but still had some nice features to it so that I wasn't feeling like I'm completely downgraded from what I had right? Had a decent size engine. I could pass. I could enjoy driving it for the most part. But understand, it was not my dream car. My dream car is a lot of cars, but the one that I sold was a nice one, okay? It was a Volkswagen Jetta GLI stick shift. To some of you listening, that might not mean one thing. Who cares what that is, okay? But to those of you who have an inclination to what that might be, is it's a small car, manual with a turbo engine, and probably a little too much fun driving, especially when you're getting on those on-ramps, getting onto the freeway, a lot of fun. And it was well-equipped too. So I really, really enjoyed this car, okay? Wasn't the nicest thing out there, wasn't the most expensive thing out there, but being fresh out of college, having a car like this, a brand new car like this, was really great. Like I had I had zero problems with it. I I loved it. But the payment was a little high. Payment was uh just under $400 a month. It was a lease. And I I mean I was okay with it. I was making a ton of money at the time. Or so I thought anyways, right? I felt rich. But when I was trying to find extra money in my budget to put towards my student loans, This was an area that became more and more clear to me that I could save every month. Okay, so I did a lot of car shopping, did a lot of research to eventually I found a 2010 Mercury Milan. Everyone looked at it and called it a Buick. And I can't tell you how much that drove me crazy because it's not a Buick. 
Buicks have connotations of being grandma cars because, well, my grandma drives a Buick. Okay, I didn't like it. Okay, but the price was right. The features were nice. Okay, and I dropped my payment a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. A hundred bucks that I was now putting towards other things, my loans in particular, and and that was the whole point. Okay, so I drove this Mercury known by many to be a Buick. I don't know why, but anyways. Now, I could go on about this car, but I won't. So, I drove this car for three years, a little over three years, before I sold it. And I sold it after I paid off my student loans. It had, in my mind, that car had served its purpose. I had sold my Jetta. I got this Mercury so that I could put more money towards my loans. And I decided I was done driving a car that was intended to help me get out of debt, which it did. And I ended up trading that car in for exactly what I owed on it, So, which was nice. I didn't roll in negative equity. And I was perusing the internet looking for cars and came across an ad for the new, at the time, it was a 2017 uh, Volkswagen Jetta GLI. And I was like, whoa, huh? Caught my attention. And because of the whole emissions scandal that they had with their diesels, I think they were really trying to attract new buyers uh, to their cars. So I looked into this further and I picked up this 2017 Jetta GLI stick shift for a lease. And there's another lease for the same amount that I was paying on my Mercury, right? So I got a new car with even more features. The just This Jetta had more features than what my old one did and definitely more than what my Mercury had. And I I loved it. And a lot of people asked, oh, you went back to the Jetta, huh? And I, and I thought, yeah, it was a good deal. And I think part of it was because I wanted to go back to the level I was at before I had a sacrifice. And so the moral of this story that I would like for you to get out of this is it's it's all temporary. And I think that's what Dave tried to teach as well, is we need to do the things to help us get out of debt, the things that are within our control. And for him and I, that was selling our cars and, and getting something a lot more affordable. Dave suggests, I think, even a more uh, bare-bones car, you know, get something super cheap, I, I couldn't reconcile that personally, and so I did the next best thing that I could handle. But from there, once we get out of debt, it doesn't mean that we can't buy the car that we want again. And that's exactly what I did. And I didn't just go crazy with it, right? I, I, I looked long and hard for a car and a deal that would match what I was currently paying. And I'm thrilled with that. So... Keep that in mind as you're considering getting out of debt and finding extra money to get out of debt, right? Get rid of the things that you can control. Get rid of the things that you can live without within reason and and dedicate that extra money to your loans. You'll thank yourself for it and you'll learn a lot in the process, okay? 
If you have questions about money, getting out of debt, budgeting, I'd love to hear them. So go to dreamcrushingdebt.com and send me a message uh, or send me a message at Dustin at dreamcrushingdebt.com. And I'd love to read your message, your question here on our podcast and answer it live for you. Well, live and pre-recorded so that you can listen to it later and get a, a direct answer from me that might help other people as well. So if you got a question, email Dustin at dreamcrushingdebt.com and I'll read your question here on the podcast and we'll get you an answer for it. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. If you want more, we've got more at dreamcrushingdebt.com.